Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where we learn all about building resilience in ourselves and helping others build it too. We draw from the principles of positive psychology and coaching to help you face adversity and do more than just survive. We want you to thrive. We are certified life coaches and speech language pathologists, and we will help you manage your mind, your emotions, and become the very best version of yourself, version 2.0. Let's get started. This is Heather Stables and Leah Davidson, and this is the Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 2, Defining Adversity. Leah, we're on Episode 2. I know. I can't believe it already. (laughs) I know. Okay, so before we jump into this episode, I'd like to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's called the Building Resilience Club. We post lots of amazing things. Check us out. Last week, we talked about how we talked all about building resilience, and this week, we want to focus on why we need to build it. So I think the why comes down to one word, and that word is adversity. I love the book Bouncing Forward by Michaela Haas, and she says that adversity isn't an obstacle that we need to get around in order to resume living our life. And I love that because to be honest, I think we often think of adversity as something that we need to get over, go around, push out of the way to get on with our life. But she says it's actually part of our life. And she likened it to her shadow. Isn't that amazing? She says sometimes she sees it a lot and sometimes there's very little of it, but it is always there with her. She can never escape it. And adversity is kind of like that. It's always there with you. You're never going to be able to escape it. Mm -hmm. So really the question is not whether or not you're going to experience adversity. It's just, it's when. So, I mean, we don't know what kind of adversity we will face. Our clients teach us that every day. We are going to face it at some point. I think there was a stat that across someone's lifetime, they'll experience six traumas. That's the average amount. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're talking about the six traumas, this sort of leads into what I wanted to talk about as the types of adversity. Out in the uh, literature, they often separate adversity into two different categories. And it's pretty common. They'll divide it into what they would call the big T trauma and the little T trauma. And it's certainly helpful to have these categories in terms of labeling because everything is easier to talk about if we can assign a name or a label to it. So the big T are all the obvious traumas. And maybe that's what they're also referring to when they say the six traumas, but it's things like a traumatic brain injury or a debilitating disease or any other kind of injury. It can be the death of a loved one, a natural disaster, war, terrorist attacks, sexual abuse. These are the traumas that we think about that often lead to things like PTSD. So I know that a lot of our clients who have traumatic brain injuries are also diagnosed with PTSD. And these become sort of the obvious traumas that that people think about. But there's actually this other category, which is the little T category. And this is stereotypically can include things like infidelity, divorce, interpersonal conflict, financial difficulty, emotional abuse, bullying, mental health challenges, anxiety, depression, stress. And these traumas are often less visible. They may not lead to PTSD, but they often cause a person a great deal of distress and decreased quality of life. 
But I do want to say it's helpful to classify things in categories because as humans, we like to make things nice and tidy, wrap them up in a bow. But I think there's an argument that can be made that sometimes we cause harm when we label things and categorize them. So for example, a small T trauma can sometimes be overlooked or not taken seriously, including by professionals actually. And sometimes the person who experiences them may even feel like, well, it's not such a big deal compared to so-and-so who has this trauma happening in their life. So they may feel shame and guilt or weakness because they're having a hard time dealing with sort of the quote unquote normal challenges of life. So they end up suffering and they don't get the support. They berate themselves for not being stronger. They may not even realize that the distress they feel is due to these quote unquote little T traumas. So we have to be careful when we label traumas that yes, there are some that will be quote unquote bigger than others in different people's eyes. But I wanna make sure that we understand we all have our stories, we all carry our own pain. Yeah, Leah, thanks for that. It's true, I mean, there's no hierarchy in pain. All pain is devastating and my pain is different than your pain. We can imagine what pain would be like for someone, but if it's subtle, and they may not be forthcoming about it. So the worst kind of pain is the one you're you're personally experiencing. I know some people like to grade loss, like that situation is worse than this one, or they have no idea what they're talking about because they've not been through what I've been through, or their situation is so much worse, so I can't talk about mine, or how dare they talk to me about their problems because my situation is way worse. These are like compare and despair. How often do we do this as humans, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, we do that. And there's no universal scale of it. Like I've, I've never really seen the point of the comparison game because I think it just actually adds to the suffering because the weight of your pain and burden doesn't make mine any lighter. It doesn't change that. I've never seen the point in doing the comparison game. It is, I think, a bit of mindfulness, being aware of your thoughts and how human nature, we are, we have a tendency to want to compare the weight of your pain and the burden doesn't make it it seem any lighter. I prefer to come at it with love and compassion and curiosity, actually, too. My experiences won't trump yours, but they may help me have more empathy and more compassion and more love and understanding and perspective. And that's what's going to help us heal and and become stronger together. Yeah, exactly. And actually, if we look at the definition of trauma, by definition, it's the response to deeply distressing or disturbing event that overwhelms an individual's ability to cope, causes feelings of helplessness, diminishes their sense and their ability to feel the full range of emotions and experiences. So trauma actually has more to do with the response, the impact of the reaction than it does to the cause of the event. And I think we see that because you can see people have similar quote unquote experiences and yet they all respond differently. So it's not necessarily they've had a more traumatic experience. It has to do with how they have responded. If you are human, which most of us are, you likely have experienced trauma at some point. 
And it is part of the experience of being human. And when we struggle with trauma or loss or change and adversity, this is not an indicator of a weakness that we have or any other type of deficiency. Yes, we're all unique and we all bring to the table our own genetic makeup, unique predisposing factors, our past experiences, perceptions, our beliefs, expectations, values, morals. We come with so many different things, different ways we handle things, different role models that we've had, different supports systems, and of course, different levels of resiliency. These levels of resiliency can help us deal with the adversity that we face in life. So our level of resilience and how we process everything is very unique to us. And that helps determine the response that we have to all the traumas and adversity that we have. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about last week, people react to adversity on a bell curve. So we want to help people respond in a resilient way. And researchers in recent years have started to see people emerge from all sorts of adversity. So they actually strengthen, they grow from adversity. They refer to this as post-traumatic growth. And we're going to be spending some time on this podcast talking about post-traumatic growth because it is such a beautiful way to emerge. It's like to, to find beauty in the ashes. Mm-hmm, for sure. And we want to right off the bat say, we're not saying that trauma or adversity is not a really hard thing or that we go and seek it out so that we can grow and, and become stronger. Of course, like if we could go through life without it, it would feel so much better. But what we're saying is that it is a reality of life And since it is, let's see what we can gain from it. I have been so inspired and we'll share some of these stories of people who have not only bounced back, but really have bounced forward following their challenges. Mm -hmm. I think it's also important to mention that we're focused on being resilient and we're focused on post-traumatic growth. And for some, they may not be ready for this perspective. How many clients, Leah, have we had where they're not ready to look forward because they're just, they're struggling in in the moment. They're struggling with the past. That's right. And you have to spend enough time there. You have to be like, and we'll talk about this later. You have to be able to feel the feelings. You don't want to be experiencing something and say, oh, I want to be a resilient person. So I'm going to do all these things to help me move forward. No, like you've got to spend some time with the grief, with the loss, with all those feelings. So you've Mm -hmm. got to be patient with yourself and feel the stress, the loss, the anxiety, anger, whatever it is, you've, you've got to experience those things. Mm -hmm. And I think for so many of my clients, being patient with themselves for where they are in the process is so challenging because they constantly compare themselves to their their past self, their pre-accident self. So if you cringe at the idea of talking about becoming more resilient, or if you're experiencing post-traumatic growth, then you may be in an earlier stage and maybe you, you need some more support. And we want to make sure that we, we always advocate to make sure that you get the best kind of support you need. And that may mean that you get some specific therapy, like trauma therapy, or maybe it's talking to your doctor for medical management of your symptoms. There's specialists that you can benefit from working with. And we want to make sure that you're accessing the, the right professional for your unique circumstance. Yeah, I kind of look at things like on a number continuum going from minus five to plus five. So if you're struggling to function or you feel that adversity is very raw and you're sort of hovering on the negative side, 
then you might benefit from reaching out and getting some specialized therapy. However, if you feel like you're sort of slowing down, you're getting your bearings, and maybe you want to venture into more than just survival mode. So maybe you're hitting that minus two, minus one, zero number, and you're looking to get into the pluses. That I think is where we can help you out and we can help you with growing. If you're looking uh, to learn ways to try to strengthen yourself for, for stormy weather. I love the example somebody once said is when you are in the depths of adversity, it sort of feels like you've fallen into a pit or a hole and there's no floor, like you have just fallen. And I think that you can do things. Sometimes you need medications, you need specialized support, you need therapies to help you get that floor. Once you have that floor though, that is where resilience really kicks in. And that's where a lot of the exercises and stories and suggestions that we're gonna give you are gonna really help you. They're gonna help you once you're standing on that floor to move forward, take you from standing to walking to running because that's what it is to build resilience and to try to bounce forward. Great. So that's episode two. Please come and check out our Facebook group, the Building Resilience Club. And you can also check out our website, hl-lifecoaching.com for more information and and reach out, get in touch. Let Let us know how you are enjoying the podcast. Leave a review, share with your friends. We would appreciate all of it. Thanks so much, guys.